Welcome to St. Alphonsus Wellcast, the podcast where we explore the many facets of health and well-being. This podcast is brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Well-Being and a generous grant from the St. Alphonsus Foundation. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to this podcast. This is Kim Cleveland, Family Nurse Practitioner with the Department of Corporate Health and Wellbeing, and today we present to you the St. Alphonsus Wellcast, Healthy for the Holidays. <laughs> okay, so healthy holidays. This is a super important topic as we enter the holiday season. Thanksgiving is already next week, and then we are entering into Hanukkah and Christmas season, and here we are. But many of us are wondering, how do we stay healthy during the holidays? How do we, Kim? <laughs> I'm here to be your guide. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I'm going to preface the whole talk by this is not just about your physical health, because your physical health is important, but it is not the only thing. Um, we are definitely going to be touching on our mental health, our spiritual health, and a little bit on our financial well-being, because all of those things play together to create a sense of health and well-being as we go throughout our day-to-day. So the holiday season for many people brings visions of family gatherings and giving to family and friends and transitioning of fall to winter. And so this is often a big outward focus, but it is equally important for us to prioritize our own health and well-being. And I will start by talking about physical health because I know that is first and foremost in most people's mind. Um, Candy, what do you do to make sure that you stay physically healthy during the holidays? I'll tell you, it is difficult (laughs) because it's very busy and it's cold. Um, Depending on where you're listening to us from, here in Idaho, it is incredibly cold right now. So it's hard to get out. (laughs) Yeah, it's brisk. Um, And so this is often the time when I go into the gym. And I'll tell you, during the winter months, it's incredibly important (laughs) for me to go to the gym and move my body and even be under the like <laughs> fluorescent light because <laughs> it gets so dark um, and just move my body in some way, shape or form, even if it's just taking a walk on the treadmill and not doing anything hard, but just like getting out to the gym where it's warm, where I can see other people and and doing that. I don't know. What do you do? I mean, just for full transparency here, Candy and I just had a conversation about her new workout on her Oculus doing kickboxing in her living rooms. (laughs) And the Oculus. And the Oculus. If you have not tried virtual reality exercise, it's actually pretty fun. It is pretty fun. You can do it in your home. If your kids have a unit, get on there and download your own game. Les Mills. (laughs) That is so awesome. Um. So my tips for maintaining health, and again, this was a a, a discovery session for myself as well in, <laughs> in designing this podcast because I needed to sit down and take some serious stock. Um, after Chris, after Halloween, I was consuming oh. a lot of Reese cups and maybe not moving my body as much as I wanted to. And so I needed to sit and, and sort of design a way that I'm going to stay healthy this holiday season, and I hope that it also benefits you. But my number one tip is to fuel your body with foods that are nutritious. Mm. Um, Take advantage of the seasonal vegetables, all the root veggies and the squashes, um, which will provide a really great fiberful, nutrient-dense 
basis for you to build healthy meals as you're going through this season. We need lots of protein and fiber, Mm -hmm. and this will leave us feeling full, help our digestion stay at its best, and will allow us to enjoy some of our seasonal treats at our parties and whatnot without overindulging and knowing that we're giving our body enough nutrients to function optimally, um, stay immune to many of the viruses that are circulating, and even eating this way will support our sleep, which will then give us more energy as well. Mm. And sleep is so important, sleep is especially so important. at this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was great that you just said about the the making sure you're getting nutrients is that we just had a person come through our department um, who was sharing that they had they had lost a lot of weight here recently. And I asked them, I'm like, what did you do? What are you doing? And she said that she makes sure that she has her vegetables, like a cup of vegetables first before at her meals. Oh. So she will do that first. And so, you know, as we're getting into the holidays and into the meals and stuff, maybe you know, trying to eat those vegetables or something first or have them heavier on our plate than some Mm -hmm. of the other foods. That could be a great way to get more nutrition in during this time. Yeah. And filling yourself before you get too full on all those treats. A hundred percent. I think that we often will focus on maybe avoiding too many treats Mm -hmm. or what can we cut out of our diet. Um, But really, if we think about our food and our nutrition as more of a holistic perspective, the more of the foods that we're eating that are like the cookies and the cakes and all the delicious, wonderful things that we can enjoy in moderation, um, the less room we have for really nutrient-dense foods right. like those veggies, like those lean proteins, like those whole grains. So um, making sure that we're getting that balance in can allow us to have fun and enjoy ourselves with without sacrificing that nutrition. Right. Um, number two, we talked about it, physical activity for you and what that looks like, going to the gym or using your Oculus. Yes. <laughs> Staying active is so important. Um, it is. I don't personally have a gym membership at all, but I find other ways to stay active. And this is going to look different for everybody. Um, for you, it's going to look like going to the gym and doing the Oculus. For me, it's like getting outside and getting my heart pumping with my dogs or with my kids or you know, with my significant other as much as I can. And I think we're so fortunate here in Idaho to have options. Yes. We have gyms. We have fitness classes. We've we got have the foothills yeah, and trails and jingle all of bell that. races. And we even have snow sports. So if you're okay getting cold, yeah. <laughs> or purchasing the right gear to stay warm. <laughs> well, and also there's so many options online. Honestly, you can just go to YouTube or to any of these other, you know, types of apps and stuff and get exercises that you can do in your home without weights and, you know, just using body weights to get yourself moving. A hundred percent. Yeah. And as it is a little harder when it is cold to get outside for those walks. And, you know, even like, you know, in the summer, I mean, the kids get outside for a bike ride every evening and I either go for a jog next to them while they bike or I'll ride a bike too. But now it's just kind of cold and kind of slippery on the streets and it's not quite as easy to get that in. And so finding your way that you're going to stay active and either get those steps in or get your heart moving is so important. Um, And again, super supportive of your sleep and energy levels to get activity throughout the day. If you're able to do that rather than just cramming it into one session, you'll get more bang for your buck. And it also helps stimulate your immune system, too, so you can fight off disease. Um, And then my last tip for physical health is to avoid getting sick as much as possible. 
these viruses are an unpleasant side dish to many of yes, our holiday gatherings. <laughs> um, and I just think it's really important just to remember, I think we've all gotten really good at this over the last couple of years, but washing your hands frequently, soap and water, hand sanitizer. Um, but then also if you're feeling sick, staying home is probably the best course of action so you don't yeah. spread that around to everybody else so we can all enjoy the holidays. Yes, as hard as that can be, I it know. really is. <laughs> The best step. You want to have an enjoyable, you know, holiday and everyone does too. And I think that, yes, I definitely, since our, this pandemic, my hand hygiene has gone next level. Mm -hmm. um, and now I think there's a lot of things like at, I'm already imagining at Thanksgiving dinner, we'll probably have some hand sanitizer, yeah. you know, there, just some options for people to just be extra cautious so we can still have fun. Exactly. I think that's a great way to go about it. Um, and then, oh, yeah, one plug, get your flu shot and your COVID booster if you haven't already. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, that can help as well. So we talked about physical health, which I think most people think about when they think about staying healthy for the holidays. But we would be completely remiss if we neglected the importance of our mental health. Um, after two years of changes to our pastimes and festivities and things we participate during the holiday season, Many of us are really looking forward to an opportunity to connect with our loved ones and with our community. But for some, this holiday season may be coming with a feeling of apprehension or even anxiety because, right. you know, maybe we, we kind of enjoyed being by ourselves a little <laughs> bit or maybe we just kind of forgot how to interact as much as we used to right. or, um, you know, anybody's feelings are completely valid and okay about yes. what this is yes. going to look like for them. Um, and then in addition, you know, there's always social dynamics, family dynamics, and sometimes we have these expectations that don't necessarily match right. up with and reality. Yeah. And that can be really disappointing. And, and so it's just important to maintain your mental health during the holidays. A hundred percent. And then what do you do, Candy, to maintain mental health? What are things you prioritize in your day-to-day -day routine? I really have to set boundaries. Uh, yes. <laughs> And that is, I I feel very fortunate in that um, we have a very loving family that gets along very well. And so that dynamic um, is really very easy. Um, but we also, because we enjoy our time, we also like to, it, it seems very intense. We're doing so many things in such a short period of time while everyone's in town and everything like that. But there can be a lot of stress mm -hmm. in just trying to do everything and prepare everything and um, juggling, trying to get, you know, children to 87-year-olds, you know, yeah, <laughs> to get one place. Together, yeah. yeah, a lot of stress. And so, like, setting boundaries of just, like, you know what, guys, we're going to – this is the one thing that we're going to do here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we're going to go to bed this day. You know, we can't do all of the things, you know, at the same – you know, all together at the same time um, and just trying to prioritize what we really want to do together – over some of the things that we can let go. And it's like maybe not the whole family goes and sees the lights, right. but maybe, you know, a few of us go, and that's okay. Totally. Um, and then for those people that do have more difficult social dynamics, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Yes. And if you're not feeling comfortable in a situation, feel okay with being able to remove yourself from yes. that situation to protect, you know, your your mental health and to help you have a 
good holiday. A hundred percent there. <laughs> yeah, I think those are really great tips. I liked what you said about um, setting boundaries and it's okay to say no sometimes. Yeah. I, um, My husband and I have really different families in this way where I think a lot of people in his family get like, oh, I don't want to say fear of missing out, but sort of that FOMO, yeah. you know, we're going to do everything together. And my family's completely opposite. When we all get together, kind of people are doing their own thing and we kind of come together once in a while and neither is better than the other. But I have to say it was completely shocking to me when we started doing <laughs> holidays with his family too. And we'd go for a walk and there'd be 20 of us <laughs> 20. on the walk. <laughs> is a lot and they all enjoy their time together and everyone gets along really well which I think is so great but from someone who was used to kind of coming together once in a while and then retreating back to your own space to 20 people all together all the time was just a real shocker Um, but yeah I like that because I also like the tip of kind of recognizing and checking in with yourself about how you're feeling and knowing that it's okay to feel however you feel, whether you're yeah. excited or nervous or feeling burnt out or starting to get overwhelmed and kind of recognizing those feelings of burnout and overwhelm before they become all-consuming so mm-hmm. that you can make some tweaks and adjustments to your schedule as you go through. Um, and then, yeah, setting those boundaries and then saying no to things that cause you stress or anxiety, yeah. but then also saying yes to the things you know you're really good at and that bring you a sense of purpose. So I remember talking to you a few days ago and hearing about your family dynamics and how your mom's a really good cook, but you like to host and provide decoration and activities yes. and things. And and I like the the divide and conquer kind of mindset with that, where you can do the things that you enjoy, but it's okay to delegate or to allow someone else yes. to take on the responsibilities that you're less fond of. A hundred percent. Delegation is yes. key. It can be hard for certain yeah. people. It can be really hard. Yeah. Um, but man, that is that's really helpful. Yes, definitely. Um, and then I also like the tip of um, setting aside time every day to refocus your energy. Mm. And this could be first thing in the morning before everyone wakes up. Maybe you get up a little earlier. Um, yeah. Probably not in your house when your kids are up well before you are. Yeah. <laughs> but Or even setting time in your calendar or reminders throughout the day to just do something you want to do. Yeah. Think about what you want to do. Spend time with yourself. Read a book. Pour yourself a cup of tea and relax. Whatever that looks like. I love that tip, actually. I need to incorporate that a little bit more because you you don't. It's like I love having family in the house and everything, but it's it's like 24-7 and you don't really get that moment mm-hmm. for you. And yes. so even if that's like, okay, I need to get out of the house and just run to Starbucks real quick so I can have a few minutes to myself, mm-hmm. like that can be really helpful to reset, recharge, and come back into the fray. Yeah. <laughs> My dad told me once, you are not an iPhone. You need more than just plugging in at the end of the day and going <laughs> and going, uh, unplugging in the morning and being ready. You right. need to kind of recharge a few times and, Ooh, and give that. yourself that chance. So I think that everybody doing that might make us more purposeful and enjoyable in our daily interactions with family yes. and friends and coworkers. And loved yes. Ones. <laughs> Um, And then my last tip for mental health is to be communicative of your needs to your loved ones and Mm. then also encourage them to do the same for you. Yeah. I think, you know, some of us are really great at communicating. Mm -hmm. Others of us are not as good at it. But I think 
setting aside an intentional time to communicate with your spouse or people in your close inner circle about how you're feeling and what you need can allow us to take care of ourselves and then also give them the chance to take care of you. Right, right. And then that can help clarify expectations, right? Like Mm -hmm. if, because sometimes that happens where we kind of have an expectation that this is going to occur and maybe you're just not feeling it. And so being able to communicate that, you know what, you know, this year at this moment, I'm not sure that I want to engage in this activity or, or, you know, go to this event or, you know, something like that. And communicating that so that way people aren't know questioning what's going on and then they understand you know where you're at and you know hopefully you can move forward yeah I think that that communication is so key in the back and forth and um, so many conflicts could be avoided or resolved quickly if everyone was really honest about what happens from their perspective or how they're feeling and and truthfully what's going on so no one's left guessing yes Um, you know I think one of my favorite things favorite ways to communicate with someone when I'm not feeling something I don't really want to go or whatever is the yes no sandwich oh are you familiar with the yes no sandwich this This is a topic I learned from a parenting book love it but I love incorporating my parenting strategies in my day-to-day life (laughs) with my spouse and friends um I yes I'm so excited to spend time with you and I can't wait to do that tomorrow tonight isn't going to work for me Or tonight I'm really not feeling it. I'm so excited to spend time with you tomorrow. Whatever that looks like, you know, kind of verbalizing um, what you are excited for, giving them something positive to look at, and then also vocalizing where you're feeling. Where you're feeling at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. That's a better than just like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) Exactly. Which is totally valid, too, if that's the communication style you have with people. You just might get further with this communication style. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but again just making sure we're putting ourselves in a great position to take care of ourselves and one another is going to make us all feel better throughout the holiday yes so the holiday season I think is such a great time to slow down refocus and enjoy time with our friends and family and community but we have to make sure we're taking care of our physical and mental health in order to set the stage for the holiday season successfully Love it. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope this was helpful for somebody. If you have any questions or comments, you can always drop it in the comment section below, or you can email us at sawellness at stalfonsis.org. And we'd love to hear about what topics you want to hear about in the next future podcast as we look forward to 2023. And we are open to your feedback about what you did like, what you didn't like, and what you want to hear more of. So please reach out to us and let us know if you have any feedback. We hope you have a wonderful, abundant holiday season, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of St. Alphonsus Wellcast. Brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Wellbeing and the St. Alphonsus Foundation. Always be sure to catch new episodes by subscribing to us through all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. We hope you'll tune in again. Until then, be well.